Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lowdown Major, the podcast by fans of bad teams for fans of all teams. After a brief editor-induced delay, we love you, Jimbo. Thank you so much for everything you do for the podcast. We are back. We're bringing you the best of the worst once again. I am, as always, your host, David. I'm joined once again by Rhett. Rhett, go ahead and say hi. Hello. How's it going? Hell yeah. And today... Konnichiwa. Hell yeah. International, baby. Uh, today, we've got basketball on the docket. Um, we're no, a college wait, basketball, basketball podcast. What did you oh expect? My God, we're talking about basketball. I can't believe that. I thought <laughs> we were going to talk about soccer. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be a bit of a, a short one today. I don't think we're going to go super long just because we have inadvertently maybe kind of gone on a brief hiatus in the first couple weeks of the season, and that was not our intent. So we're going to try and get that momentum rolling again. But... All the same, there's still plenty to talk about in the world of college basketball. Rhett, I believe you have this section. I'll let you kick us off. All right. We have our – it's a very brief, but I felt like it needed to be included. The Dishonorable Mentions um, on November 22nd, Northern Colorado, the real UNC, as we all know, um, decided that it would be very cute and funny to lose to Colorado Christian, which to the – best of my knowledge is basically kind of like bob jones um i i I can't speak a ton to call to colorado christian as an institution um but i don't think it's a good loss regardless no i would probably i would i would err on the side of caution and say that that is a resume destroying loss i think that's very fair um, of course, they are joined by a team that actually has, not, before this, not been doing too poorly. Um, on November 27th, Samford lost to Tennessee Southern, which, if you didn't know, is not a new school necessarily, no. but it is formerly a private school that was then administered, added to the Tennessee school system. Yes, it was privately. Uh, it was Martin previously Methodist known as College. Martin Martin Methodist. That's what it was. Um, they were the Red Hawks, but when they came into the UT system, they became the Firehawks, which is honestly not a bad name, if we have to be honest. Um, unfortunately, they are of course NAIA, which would put this loss also in the not great category to have, I would say. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, Samford is not like they they're not great but they were not bad this year and it was a very depressing i i think very depressing to see them kind of get dismantled i mean they just took DePaul to overtime they barely lost to louisiana tech um and granted they are yeah they're i mean they haven't really played much of anyone (laughs) with a pulse but no, no, they have they, they're combined of the teams they have beaten that are Division One. They have a combined four wins, and three of those are Valpo. Yeah, Texas Southern is one and seven, and they beat Alabama A and M. Granted, it was by a lot, but um, it's Alabama A and M who is zero and five. Well, I mean, Chicago Valpo lost to Chicago State. Look, all right. <laughs> as much as I love the Cougars, uh, it's just. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, but in any case, yes. yeah, uh, definitely disappointing. Uh, Sanford yeah. started the year hot, six and zero. I I picked them to go at least five and zero, and I won that won that point in reverse sheet. But uh, 
Not a good, not good, not good. No, I would say very bad. Very not, no boy, no, very bad. Beat the opponents you're better than, is my suggestion. Generally, that is a a smart sort of rule of thumb to follow. Beat who you're supposed to beat. Um, Usually coaches get fired if they don't do that. Yes. Uh, Speaking of, uh, I mean, not less dishonorable, but more just speaking of, uh, we do have a handful of games that have been canceled this year. Obviously, we are coming out of a two-year period in which a ton of games were lost to COVID. Um, and with good reason, yes. of course. Yes, those games, uh, it's, it, we are finally getting back to the point where have, seeing a game be canceled is a bit of a surprise, which is, I would say, progress. Oh, 100%. I'm, the fact that we can have this segment and have it be as short as it is and it's not, not just sort of like a, yeah. a scrolling list at the bottom of the screen, like you're waiting to see if your school got a snow day. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was for a while. I was like, oh, God. Especially when it was, TV it was, play got hit because it was yeah, just d- like, Don't tell us what games were canceled. Just tell us which ones are playing because it's going to be shorter. Yeah. But in any case, um, we do have a few, a few games that got canceled. Um, obviously, the tragic events in... Virginia at the University of Virginia canceled their game against Northern Iowa. I don't believe that one's going to be rescheduled. Um, I don't see a, a, maybe later. I don't know. I don't really see anything on their schedule that pops open as a free time to, to reschedule that. And I don't think you and I is going to be pushing too hard. Maybe next year they'll, they'll make some sort of, yeah, like bring it back kind of deal. But yeah, I just it's just I don't think it's happening this year. Um other games that were canceled that probably won't happen no matter what. Um Bryant versus Maine Fort Kent. Um Maine Fort Kent had too many injuries yep. uh, to safely play the game. Um something tells me that's probably not going to be rescheduled. I'm sure Bryant will schedule them again at some point just as a bye game. Mm-hmm. They like to do those early. Um, um Alabama State versus Carver College. Those of you who are really into college basketball will know Carver as a team that went, I think, 0-38 over the past two years against Division I competition. Um, they play horrific schedules. They are a, I think, NCCAA Division II school way down the tiers. Not anymore. Yeah, uh, but rumor has it, uh, and it appears to be the case, that Carver is no longer fielding a men's basketball team. Um, so unfortunately their game against Alabama state is canceled. They've also lost games against Pine Bluff and I want to say Tennessee state. Um, I'd have to check to be certain, but yeah, four games that won't be played this year. Unfortunately, obviously a sad thing to see a, a program not play a season, but for a team like that, I guess maybe they just took one too many losses. They just decided it was not worth the paycheck at this point. So uh, it's a shame to see a program die in real time, but yeah, here we are, unfortunately. Next up is New Mexico versus New Mexico State. Um, I don't really know where to start with this one. Um, I would generously describe it as a clusterfuck. Yep. Uh, both the games are canceled this year. They will not be rescheduled from uh, what the athletic departments have said. Uh, I imagine they will continue this series next year, but yeah, I think they're intending to yeah, resume it was... because it is the, the in-state battle for these two schools. Um, and both schools are yeah, continuing was... their rivalry with UTEP um, and that sort of thing. So 
I think just the events surrounding surrounding uh, what happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, absolute cluster. Yeah. Uh, team near and dear to my heart, Pepperdine, uh, both games uh, against Grand Canyon and Cal Poly have been postponed due to health and safety uh, concerns in the Waves program. Um, as much as we are moving past COVID, slowly but surely, it does still rear its ugly head uh, from time to time. Um, hope is that the Waves will get to reschedule both those games, and the idea is that they'll be back to play by the end of this week. We'll see how true that holds. I'm certainly hoping that that's the case, but I'm not getting my hopes up just yet. Yeah, apparently someone in your program has been licking microphones from Rudy Gobert. Yeah, not great. Um, after that, uh, it's UC San Diego versus San Diego. Happier another reason. In-city rivalry that has been delayed. This is not a clusterfuck. Um, this is UC San Diego is hosting some of the women's volleyball tournaments, so this game has been postponed. Yeah, there are two seats. I, um, Both, actually, all yes. four of our teams made it in. High Point, Ohio State, yep. Pepperdine, and Minnesota. So... How about that? Yeah, I yeah, very very neat. Um, I would suspect this game is probably going to be played at some point this year. Um, yeah, I, I think they're. I think both programs are looking to reschedule, but I don't know. It's like yeah, it's also a in city rivalry, so it does not take a whole lot of effort yeah. to schedule it. A lot easier than so. Yes, those are the canceled games so far. Um, that is, of course, up to uh, Thursday, December 1st, when this is being recorded. Anything after that, before the next podcast comes up, do not lampoon me. And by me, I mean Depp on Twitter, because um, I don't have a giant orb that I can peer into and tell me the future. You get one. If, I mean, if I, if I had one, I'd do a lot different things. I mean, whew, yeah, my no. stock portfolio would be a lot bigger. That's for, yeah, you, that's for sure. You both, brother. Um, um, all right, let's talk about... Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, lots of games being yes. played right now. That's very funny. Um, we're moving yeah. into a, a, a new segment on the podcast that Rhett has titled The Early Season Heat Check. And we're going to walk you through a portion uh, select uh, segment, if you will, of mid-major, low-major conferences uh, and just kind of talk about how they're doing. Uh, so, Rhett, I don't know yes. if you want to go first and we can switch off. Sure. Or I can go first. Up yes. to you. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Cool. Um, so the idea is we just check in on some of the conferences based off of their preseason expectations. Um, I do have those all saved somewhere. If I, if you would like me to share that with you. Uh, yeah, please. Um, it's 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 a very ugly document. It's don't I mean don't stress about it right now. Ugly. But next time around we can we can take a crack at it. It's very 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 ugly. Um, but yeah, so like for instance. The uh, America East, the the first place team was obviously Vermont, um, which is not doing so hot. It is a paltry two and seven record against Division One schools, which I don't know if you know this, but that is less than good. It's very, very shocking relevation that going two and I seven mean, against Division One schools. To, not great. to be fair to them, they have played. They have played. I yes. mean, St. Mary's, USC, Iona, Yale. Wilmington, like these are mid-major bid contenders, but yeah, Yale beat them by twenty-nine. St. Mary's a by lot. twenty-six. I mean, they lost Iona to Fullerton. Beat them by Twenty-one. Iona beat them by twenty-one. Like these are 
they're kind of getting their shit kicked in. Yeah. Yes. Um, it kind of is looking a little bit like a down year for the America East. But the positive news is, despite the fact that preseason frontrunner uh, Vermont is a 2-1, and one, um, the bottom of the conference, in theory, has not been so bad. Shout UMass out Lowell, my Black Bears, Lowell, baby. How about Maine? Uh, Maine, you know, so three and three, five hundred. They were they were dead last. Well, I don't count non D one. Well, that's lame. Um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. I don't believe they count for for the committee in terms of. No, I mean, I'm, the I'm only sure time the committee don't. counts them is if you lose. But I will say, so. I mean, like let's look. I mean, both Maine and Binghamton are at or near five hundred. Yes, Binghamton was fourth in in the preseason poll. Uh, Maine was dead last. So Maine being 500 against D1, pretty good. They have a win over Boston College, um, who is horrific, apparently. So bad. Mega bad. Yes, as of right now, they are 143 in RPI, which, you know, flawed metric and whatnot, but yikes. Still not good. Um, Yes, and then Binghamton is two and four against D1 schools. Um, they have sort of lost a little bit of their luster. I mean, it's early. Maryland, it's early. Whatever. I think the Fine. AE is a lot weaker than Bing's yes. out of conference schedule. So I think the I think the AE the AE is not looking great, right? Um, so other UMass Lowell, I think that's how you say it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is um is the other school that has done well? They were third in the conference, so it's not super surprising, I guess, that they're doing okay. They're off to a pretty nice start with five and one against Division One opponents. Um, they've beaten uh almost nobody of note. Yeah, pretty much no one. No one they've beaten is has a record of five hundred or more. Oh, the one other cool thing about Binghamton, they scored six points in 5.6 seconds to beat Columbia the other, like, what, last week, two weeks ago? Yeah, last week. Cool stuff. I thought I thought that was Brown. No, it was Binghamton. No, no, no I thought they were beating Brown, not Columbia, because they played Columbia forever ago. They beat Columbia. It was 81-79. Huh, yeah. Interesting. More you know. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm, yeah, brain, brain fart. Anyway, but yes, so... That is what it is. Preseason favorite, not doing so hot. Um, obviously, uh, third place doing well is not exactly, you know, blow the doors off. But that's basically what this is. So do, would you like to do the next conference? Yeah, I'll walk us through the ASUN, 14 teams. Uh, talk about uh, pleasant surprise. That would be Queens, picked last coming into the conference as a transitional team. They're currently 6-2. and two. They've been playing pretty well. And we'll get, we'll get to them more in the new Kids on the Block segment. So I'm not going to uh, spoil everything. But... Even taking out uh, non-division one opposition for Rhett's guidelines, they've still got a winning record. Hell yeah. yeah yes, they do. Yeah. Um, which, awesome. You know, I think that's great. Florida Gulf Coast obviously beat the pants off of USC. Um, they're sitting pretty. I'm checking. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, okay, so they played one non-division one team, but they're still five and two. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know uh, Lipscomb, Stetson, obviously Jacksonville, solid teams all the way through. Then you get towards a brigade of about five hundred squads, and uh, Bellarmine has struggled this year after essentially being screwed over by the transition rules. And it does appear that Queens might be going the same way, um, in which a team can't 
access the NCAA tournament for the first four years of their time in a new division, specifically Division One, um, for teams engaging in an upward transition. Uh, but Bellarmine, on the other hand, has really fallen off. Their their only Division One win has come against a reeling Louisville squad, and so that's not great. They're not looking awesome, dude. Uh, North Florida also no, no. is usually a bit more competitive than they've been looking. They're one and four, but they did also. I mean, they they played Gonzaga and Kentucky, and they have a game against Houston, so they are signing yeah, themselves yeah. up for pain. And it, it, it is hard to sort of gauge some of those low slash mid major schools when they have a bunch of bye games early in the season. Yeah, yeah. but. Is what it is. Unless you're Sam Houston and you win both your bye games. Well, you lose your. They did lose, unfortunately, to Nevada, but that's still a decent loss. Yeah. Uh, next up, we, of course, have the A10, which, you know, some people will say is not a mid major. And I would say, look at their non conference losses and tell me that with a straight face. Um, in that case, <laughs> here we are. The preseason favorite uh, <laughs> in the A10 was Dayton. Um, they were even ranked, I believe, yes. in the AP preseason poll. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's not like I think they're bad, per se, right? They've lost to an undefeated UNLV. They lost to Wisconsin by one. They lost to uh, NC State by uh, eight. And then they lost in overtime to BYU. Those aren't bad losses, per se, but they are running out of chances for uh, a good I mean it's a good non con. Yes, they have Virginia Tech and honestly that's pretty much it left. Yeah. Not great. Um no, not great. If they can get that win, maybe their season will be salvaged. Otherwise they're gonna have to rely on the rest of the A ten not embarrassing themselves. If Fordham is leading your conference, um, you're probably in trouble. And that's I think all yes, we really need to say. Yeah. Yeah, the favorite Dayton is four and four against D one schools. Fordham is seven and one. Duquesne is six and one, and UMass is five and one. Yeah. Of course, shout out to Depp's friends who are all extremely petty and in no way biased against Rhode Island because I believe Archie Miller is the coach right now. Yes. Um, so. and they are a fantastic, wonderful two and five. Uh, with losses that not only include Tulane. But also Boston College, so not great. I think it's his first year on the job, though, so I wouldn't read too much into it. Yeah, no, I, I think that is. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm... <laughs> well, you know. Speaking yeah, of. Uh, the ooh. other, of course. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the other favorite uh, right now is St. Louis and VCU. Those finish out the top three. And then Loyola Chicago uh, in their first season is their fourth. Loyola Chicago is sub-500 with losses to 2-4 and four, Tulsa, Texas A&M, Harvard, and Boise State. Now, those three aren't too bad. They're all 5-2, and two, but those could get really ugly later on, depending on if those seasons go to plan. Uh, they are also running out of marquee win opportunities. They have Clemson. And they have Stanford, which is not great. Nope. None of those are nope. going to get VCU, you where you need to be. No. VCU, of course, um, has the loss to Arizona State. But since they drubbed uh, Michigan, that actually looks fine. They lost to Memphis, which is probably going to be okay. They beat Vanderbilt, which isn't going to move the needle at all. So they are out of uh, marquee matchups in order to resume build. And, of course, St. Louis, who is the other favorite, has... Uh, 
has a loss to Maryland, which is fine, and a loss to Auburn, which is more than fine, too. They have a win against Memphis and Providence. They are sitting quite pretty in terms of making a case for themselves. If they beat Southern Illinois, Boise State, and Drake, I think they're probably the favorite for an at-large. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, next conference. Yeah, speaking of oof, uh, how about the big sky? Uh, obviously, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not oh, going to really no. dig too deep for this one, to be honest, but just in the interest of time and also because there isn't really a lot to say, but that the big sky looks like the SWAC or the MEAC this year. They don't have a single team at or above 500. Um, currently leading the conference is Portland State, and Portland State, I should note, has two wins against Evergreen State and Portland Bible, who might actually be the worst team in all of college basketball. Um, what Portland State does have is the double over Oregon State, but that's more a testament to how shit the Beavers are. So, Yeah, it's Suck. pretty rough when uh, your conference, your preseason conference number two has a non-D1 loss. So, yeah. yikes. Not great. No, not, not great. great at all. I, I would even go so far as to say bad. Yeah. Um, In the interest. Yes. After. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say after that, we have the big South. I won't get too nitty gritty into it because um, the conference of my home sucks all the time. Um, High Point is the only team in the conference above 500. And their only loss is to UNLV. So who, by 10. who beats them in their first conference tournament game? <sighs> Man, you couldn't let me have it even for a week. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The, Gardner Webb, probably. Tell you what, I might throw High Point a, vote, a cheeky vote in my poll. I do curse teams. Uh, don't. Don't don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do that. We don't need you getting yelled at. Uh, where's the fun in that? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, at least it's not like, dude, I don't know who Maddie's going to pick for her SoCon team of the week. Cause yikes. Oh, it's going to be a joy. Ah. Yeah. Ooh, Anyways. I, yeah. Next conference. Big West. Uh, so Big West has kind of been a little pain in the butt for the Pac-12 and the WCC and basically any other conference with a pulse because that's what they are every year. They're annoying. And I'm definitely not at all bitter about the way we just let Cal State Fullerton run all over us. Um, not at all. Yeah, Nothing. No, Can't definitely not. bitterness in your voice at all. Uh, Nothing. Local team, a local fa- favorite of mine when I was still at Pepperdine is Cal State Northridge. They're bad. Um, yeah, they're, they're one five. Haven't won against a D one team yet. Um, it's going to be a fun year. I, I really think Irvine is dangerous. They beat Oregon. They've looked really good against San Diego State. Hawaii is never fun for anyone to go play, and you know I think they've got a chance to make things spicy. Davis has been a really fun surprise. There's a lot of good good basketball in this conference, and I'm really looking forward to. Um, I mean, conference play, but even conference tournament season, I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming out of that. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, and then uh, next up is the Colonial oh boy. Uh, Conference, which, honestly, they've been relatively impressive I, as yeah. far as mid-majors go. Impressive. Uh, they have and two seven teams that are absolutely fucking horrific. Yeah. It is unbelievably bad at the bottom. Let me, okay. The top and the bottom so, um, are chasms apart. It's 
yeah, literally losing to any of the bottom four teams might literally detonate either Towson or, or Charleston's uh, at-large hopes. Uh, Towson, of course, was the first team in the preseason poll. They are sitting very pretty at 7-1. and one. They did, unfortunately, lose to 2-5 and five Fairfield. I'm still not sure how that happened. Um, they will probably need to beat Clemson in order to make that up, but um, who knows? Um, and of course, the only other team, even though they were fourth, the only other team to get a first place vote was Charleston, who Looking real has good. looked pretty good outside of the UNC game where they got demolitioned and UNC does not look as good now, no, but I mean... they've got wins over Richmond, Davidson, Colorado State, Virginia Tech. And Kent that, State. All that final score doesn't really three tell strong the whole story, man, yeah. in the UNC game. They were up seven at half. Oh yeah, no, I'm. I, they probably learned from there how to close out a game because the next game went to overtime and they did win. Yeah, but um, I mean, and they did pull off the win against Virginia Tech very close. Yes, um, yes, like I said, I mean, Davidson, Colorado, and Kent State are all good wins to have in your back pocket right now. Um, they do not have another shot at a resume win, um, so they're probably going to need to avoid any bad losses. Um, of course, the bad losses that they can pick up in conference are as follows. All winless against Division One schools somehow, but, you know, here we are. Stony Brook is 0-5. Hampton, newcomer to the conference, is 0-6. Elon, who just got embarrassed by High Point, not bragging about my rival losing or anything um is Owen seven and monmouth is also new to the conference i believe yes. a horrific zero and monmouth is one of just I know six this once again division one teams it's uh they don't even have a non-d1 win that's uh, that's yeah. rough they and i know rpi is a flawed but the live rpi for monmouth right now is 337 i mean i'll tell you hold on what's ken bomb have on that i don't no, oh, okay. it's I'm funny because okay. they're 337 and Towson is 82. Yeah, Monmouth is 322. And Charleston's live RPI is um, oh my God. two, like the second. Okay, so, so Monmouth that is conference has live RPI from Hampton is 338, yeah. Stony Brook is 343, and Elon is 344. Yeah, they're bad. They're just not good. Jesus. They're horrific. They're genuinely god awful. Northeastern's bad too, but they managed to pick up a overtime win against Manhattan, which isn't really saying much. But no, they're also god awful. A and T also only has one win. Another newcomer to the conference. Now, in their defense, they have played Iowa, Iowa State, Wofford, and Gardner. Yeah, I mean, I have mean, they play one a, win against a UNCG. bit of a slaughter schedule. Yeah, they next play Houston, so don't expect them to get a win. Texas Southern will be fun, though. That should be very entertaining. But yes, so the uh, the Colonial has your highs and your lows. So, And then I guess we'll close it out one last season uh, for the Conference USA that we out. know. Uh, obviously, next year, I think six schools leave. They gain four. It's a shit show. I'm, yeah, it'll be – I can't wait to not remember. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare uh, trying to a total disaster. do emojis or anything. Uh, interestingly, oh uh, the Conference USA is, I believe, the only conference to have played conference games. Uh, and that does mean that Rice is currently the worst team in the country. Does um, their own one conference. <laughs> Actually, I don't think they're the only one. But yeah, they're one of the few. Oh, well, okay. I should note, they were the first to play. I forgot that some teams opened conference yes. play today. Um, 
Yes. Well, no, I mean, the MVC yesterday, Indiana State yes. played uh, Drake. Yeah, that's what I mean, like the past couple of days. But like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Middle Tennessee right. and Rice Sorry. was like two weeks ago. Which does make Rice the worst team in the conference. So fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky for FAU has been a bit of a surprise. They're six and one. Uh, UAB has been solid. Uh, everyone expected them to be competitive, and they've managed to maintain that expectation. Um, FAU had that nice beat down of Florida. Um, a lot of people were looking towards North Texas, who have underwhelmed a little bit, not in a bad way. Uh, but that demolition against St. Mary's looks really bad. Um, and they, they did barely beat Southern Nazarene prior to that. UTEP has been a bit of a pleasant surprise. They've lost to Texas and New Mexico State away, both of those games. Otherwise, they've not played a ton of teams with a pulse. But as someone who picked them as kind of a dark horse, they've been living up to expectations for me so far. Um but, yeah, I mean, no teams under 500 considering non-Division one wins. I think if you keep those, if you take those out, it's still true. Um, it is still true. The thing I use for to pick up records for my amazing poll that you should all definitely look at the lowmajor.com for the, that poll and then yell every at Every Monday. And by me, I mean depth. Um, it does not site. count Division One victories or non-Division One victories in the record, so it's a nice way to help me yeah. filter out watching someone beat the pants off at Tacoa Falls. It's still on the schedule; it just doesn't show up yeah. in their record. Yeah, I think that's where we'll leave it for now. Um, next time we'll come back and cover another segment of conference of, of uh, conferences. Um, and I think, let's see, coming up on half an hour, we'll close it out. Our last segment of the night is going gonna, gonna to be our recurring bit. And that, of course, is the new kids on the block segment. So, Rhett, do you want to take us in or do you want, how do you want to do this? Oh. Folks, my Discord crashed. So, Jimbo, um, we'll figure this out, man. Sorry. Uh, I have Wi-Fi and everything, so I don't know if Discord just, like, literally shit itself. What happened? This is real cool. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I believe you're having a technical issue with Dab. Hi again. Oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. There we go. My Discord crashed. Your Discord crashed? Ah, that's fine. Yeah. Good stuff. We're a, we yes. are a high quality Jimbo, production. Jimbo can either edit this out or, yeah, <laughs> the best, only only the best. Production. Uh, yes. So, so the thing I use Definitely. does not count non-D1 wins, which makes it really helpful to filter out the teams that are like, oh, we're six and two. And they've played. Like, you've only played three. You've only had three D1 wins, right? So yeah, played West Butchie State or whatever. Hey, West Butt Cheek State deserves everyone's love and respect. All right, just as much as left Butt Cheek State. Yeah. Anyways. As a fan of both Butt Cheek States. Love that. Um, Good energy. Yes. So that's it for the uh, early season heat check portion. Um, 
now we've got your favorite part, the new kids on the block. I'll let you, you, you can take them all. You can take three. You can take two. You just let me know. Why don't we, why don't we, uh, why don't we trade off? I'll, I'll go first though. That's all right with you. Okay. Cool. That sounds fair. Yeah. So let's talk, uh, first off Texas A&M commerce. Uh, not bad. They played, uh, they played, what are they now? They are four and four. Um, they beat non-Division one foe Arlington Baptist, but they're on, on a three-game win streak, including that two games against Division one teams. They beat Eastern Kentucky, and they had a decent win in Hawaii. Um, Hawaii is a top-half team, and actually it jumped TA, uh, it jumped Commerce 26 spots in Ken Palm. Um, we have a new number one TAMU that we respect. It's, it's true. You know. They're far, far, far more fun to consider. Um, next, this week, they've got Denver on Sunday, Wyoming next Tuesday, and Abilene Christian on the 10th. Um, so it should be really fun to see. I'm, I'm pretty – I think they're going to be a lot more competitive in the Southland than I maybe originally gave them credit for. So Ken Palm's got them third. I think that's about where they'll sit. I'm excited to see it. All right. Well, next up is the Southern Indiana Screaming Eagles, which is hilarious. Um, they uh, lost a bye game against Notre Dame, which, in fairness, no one expected them to do anything else. Um, they did lose to St. Bonaventure, but they did get a win against um, Bowling Green State, which is near and dear to my heart. So that stings a little bit in the uh, the old Gotham Classic. Yeah. Um, and then they immediately followed it up with a loss to Western Illinois, which is not great. Less than ideal. No, no, other no not great. Um, next up, they play a uh, near and dear to your heart, uh, Chicago State Cocoons. on December 4th. Um, and if I include next week, they play a non-Division One school called Anderson in Indiana. And, uh, and then they will play the 6-1 Indiana State Sycamores, which is probably not going to be a win for them. But they have their first, they have their first, and then now they have their second D1 win. So uh, they're in the OVC. I don't expect them to do anything. Um, they did not look competitive in any of their losses, really. I mean, they did only lose by 12 to Notre Dame, I guess. But yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next up, we've got Lindenwood uh, coming out of the OVC uh, as well as Southern Indiana. Um, not great. Three and five uh, with wins against Hannibal, LaGrange, and East West. Go Phantoms. Um, they're only, they've got, that's not right. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, sorry, Ken Palm's wrong. They're four and five. Oh. Um, I just can't count. Um, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. So they do have two Division One wins. They've beaten Idaho State in overtime and McNeese State, both of whom are not great. Uh, but they did They're lose two and to 12 combined. a really bad Lamar team. So mm. other than that, they've got their shit kicked in at Dayton and Missouri and Illinois. And then they lost in overtime to Western Carolina, which is also not great. Kind of, I'd say these they're they're kind of holding to expectation for a new team. It's it's going to be a bit of a rough transition. Not everyone can Bellarmine it. Yeah. Or Merrimack it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, Next up, speaking of Merrimack, Stone. Oh, speaking of them. 
Oh, yes, because they're in the NEC. Sorry, yeah. my brain just completely was like, oh, wow. That's okay, man. Um, uh, Stonehill Skyhawks, which what the heck is a Stonehill and what the heck is a Skyhawk? I'm pretty sure most hawks are in the sky anyway, so I guess that's like a waterfish. Anyway, um, sorry, that <laughs> might be the most interesting thing. They have picked up their second Division One win. Um, so now they have a win over one and five army, and they have added to that tally in the Tom Kon- Konchalski Classic. Yeah, totally I don't know what that is. That correctly. Yeah. Um, they uh, <laughs> they now have a second division one win over the zero and six Holy Cross. Holy Cross is bad, dude. Knights Crusaders. Oh, they're god awful. They, they they lost to Harvard by thirty four, and they only scored yeah. thirty eight. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, not not a good team. Very bad, very bad. But they did they did win. They did beat them, so they're not as bad as them. They then got swept by UIC and Fordham, and then they lost to Um We Ass Lol, otherwise known as UMass. How how is it pronounced? Lol, UMass Lol, Lol? I think UMass Lol. I think so. I don't know. Lol. UMass Lol. Um, they beat their non D one team, Eastern Nazarene, which is you know, hey. The, we, we are clearing the minimum bar, and some teams this season haven't been able to. So good on you. It's a little joys. Um, I do not expect them to do a Merrimack at this rate. Neither of their wins are good. No, no, I don't so. think we're going to have anyone pull a Merrimack this year, which is a bit of a No, shame. actually, funnily enough, the closest one that might be able to do it is next. Oh, yes, Queens. So they did lose to LaSalle in the Jamaica Classic Campus game, but uh, comfortably got past Morgan State and Green Bay. Um, they've beat non-division one Lynchburg, and they've got non-division one Payne coming up next. Um, they got beat by George Mason, who is a decent team this year, top top one forty on Ken Palm, so like nothing to sneeze at, and comfortably snuck by goal, bleh, Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Um, so they've got four D1 wins, which is, I mean... A lot. Yeah. Already. Like, more than any anyone else in this group has, and they've been doing it pretty comfortably. Yeah. They looked really com- confident against Morgan State. They beat the piss out of Green Bay. Um, and uh, that win against Marshall still remains the best win that one of the teams in this group has. So, pretty good. Yeah, Marshall has to be crying themselves to sleep that they lost. Oh, I would be. I mean, Jesus. Uh, it's yeah, such not, a gimme. Yes. And you'd be undefeated if yeah. not for that. Yeah. And uh, Queens actually plays High Point. Yes. Uh, December 9th. So I don't. That's going to be fun. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to. I might try to convince our friend Eli to come catch a game. You should. I don't That'd think he'll fun. do it, though. It would be fun. But yes, so Queens is the most likely to get screwed over by the NCAA's rules, but uh, the others, not so much. Yeah. Um, so that is the recap of the new kids on the block. So we're just kind of keep it nice and short this week. Um, is there any games in particular that are catching your eye for maybe watchability? Um, I, I haven't been too focused with the World Cup. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, games, I so. think our, our move might be to do a World Cup episode coming up soon here because... Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so, uh, you know, my my match of, to watch for is this Saturday... Say. 10 a.m. the United States versus the Netherlands. That would be that would be my match to watch. Yeah, but. Dude. <laughs> dude, it's gonna be so good. 
I can't wait. Oh, and Japan got by and managed oh. to get. Not only did they get in, they got top of the group. Oh man! That brief so moment where it was going to be Japan and Costa Rica. And Costa. So we could have had it all. We could have had it all. Oh well. <laughs> yes. So um, other than that, I haven't really been. I haven't been paying attention. I will next time. I will have games that maybe you should watch out for, but not this yeah. week. This week, it's go watch the World Cup, support the U.S. And if you're not supporting the U.S., then you're a communist. What are you doing? Or you, or you're from somewhere else. Yeah. That that also could be it too. Yeah, I, I, so. I think. Yeah, basically, basically the, the long and short of it, though. though um, that's really all we've got. A bit of a short one here. We are we are sorry for the for the delay in the turnaround. Our, our editor decided to go and take a vacation. Which, oh, can you believe? You know, that's you not what How we don't pay he? him for. So, yes, exactly. He's not getting paid now. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't beforehand, but he's also not getting paid now too. Yeah. But um, all the same. So, yes, hopefully this will come out relatively soon and yeah, we'll, Spotify will actually work. Yeah, we'll do our best to get it turned around for you. We'll hopefully get back on Spotify pretty soon here. If there's anything you know that you guys want to say, feel free to leave comments on the low major in my Twitter inbox at DEPeterson61. You can tell Rhett exactly what you think of him there as well, and I will relay those comments. Um, and I will ignore them all, especially the ones from Michigan fans. Yeah, I mean, you heard the man. But that has been our show. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for reading thelowmajor.substack.com. Feel free, to, feel free to subscribe if you haven't yet. We're putting out a lot of great content lately, doing a lot better at daily posting. It's, it's good stuff, folks. And I do hope you choose to join us because it's a lot more fun when there's an audience and a community, and we've got more of that this year, and it's good stuff. So that's been our show. As always, we appreciate your listenership. Rhett, you want to say anything? Uh, no, just send all your hate mail to depeterson61 at, on Twitter. So thank you. And on that note, have a great night, everybody. Take care. Bye. <laughs>